1: Are you struggling financially in PT school? Are you a PT student
0: struggling to find scholarships? Not enough scholarships offered
1: at your school. We have started the gratitude scholarship for PT students no matter what year, no matter what school, you guys can apply. We are raising $5,000. You can check out our GoFundMe link in the description and you can donate, apply, whatever. Check it out. We are so excited to be giving this away in the summer. A 2019 for our very first time.
0: If you're enrolled in the summer of 2019, interested in applying for the scholarship, you can submit a video no longer than two minutes answering these two questions What is your vision of physical therapy in the future? And what are you doing outside of the classroom as a PT student? If you answer these two questions and email us the video and submit it before May 1st, then you will be eligible for the scholarship.
1: So check it out, guys. Definitely worth applying. It doesn't take long. We look forward to hearing all your submissions. Thank you. Welcome to another episode of Gratitude. So for
0: today, Sarah and I are just going to talk about our New Year's resolutions and reflect back on 2018. So Sarah, what was kind of year 2018 summary <laughs> summary
1: <laughs> oh god all right let's see about this summarize 2018 in a couple a couple uh sentences here so let's just start with January January I was in Ohio working full-time at a inpatient rehab facility that was my first full-time job because I graduated in 2017 yeah oh my gosh it's almost 2019 I don't even know what year it is 2017 is I know. when I graduated. <laughs> when we both
0: graduated. I was just thinking about that.
1: That's weird. Yeah. So I was in Ohio working full-time in an inpatient rehab facility, loving it. I was a PT aide, rehab aide, whatever you want to call it. And um, I was still on waitlist wait list for the second year in a row for Slippery Rock University. And so I had pretty much accepted at this point. I was just not getting in. And so that was January, February, March March comes around. I moved to Indiana and my boyfriend got a job out there, his first job out of college. We moved there in March, got comfortable. I had a month of like unclear goals. Like I didn't know what I was doing. I had no friends or family over in Indiana. Like I just moved over there because I figured, why not (laughs) just go for it? Yeah, so I was unemployed for like a month, maybe two. But I have always been working online. I teach personal training and flute lessons online. So it's not like I was truly unemployed, but I just didn't have a workplace to go to. and I didn't have people that I was talking to on a regular basis because I didn't go anywhere. So that's when I started personal development and that's when I read The 4-Hour Work Week and that's when I got connected to Greg Todd and people. And then in June, I got a call for PT school and I was like, gosh darn it, I'm just getting comfortable in Indiana. And I moved to Pennsylvania in August, and here I am, first semester down, out of eight. <laughs> out of eight, and we <laughs> still
0: have a lot to go. But that's so crazy, though, how you get so comfortable in a place, and you were probably thinking, oh, I don't know if it's going to happen, and then right away, they you get a call from Slippery Rock, and it's like, all right, I'm going to PT school. <laughs> yeah. Get home everything together within what was it a month and a half or
1: I had a month and a half yeah
0: month and a half that's pretty good though finding an apartment and getting all did you have to get like vaccinations and everything
1: together no not before PT well I had worked in hospitals I already had all my vaccinations and so it wasn't like an issue even if I did need them but no I didn't have to put that together before I went but I have to put it together now for like clinical rotations next year okay did you guys do it before you even started oh yes
0: and that was a hassle
1: yeah
0: a big hassle getting everything together especially all your immunizations that you get when you're really young and then you have to do all this stuff so depending on what program you're in you either do it before you start or after you start but yeah it's all over now that was part of my summer though
1: Oh my gosh cuz you started in the summer so Gabby month just like brief summary <laughs> how was your year where were you in January of 2018 January of
0: 2018 I was living in Charleston South Carolina and I was working at an outpatient physical therapy clinic and at the time there was a new clinic opening and so I was a part of that transition my boss at the time, you know, moving everything, and that was a fun time. Oh, <laughs> um, man. And actually, at that point, I was a PT aide and a front desk manager. And since I knew I was gonna be leaving in May, I was approached by the owner of the company saying, like, Gabby, you're awesome. We appreciate you, but we know you're leaving in May, and we need you to be like a floater for all the clinics. And there were six. Oh my god. And so my job was to market, which entailed making salsa, delivering it to physicians' offices, and then going to the other clinics when they needed help or if someone was sick. And that was pretty much my role from, uh, I would say, the end of January until I left for school in May.
1: Wait, Uh, you made salsa?
0: I did make salsa. Wait,
1: I don't understand. (laughs) Marketing and salsa.
0: Yes, so what we did for this company uh, or for this PT clinic, their marketing was making salsa. I was making salsa and delivering <laughs> it to physician's offices. And so I had some freedom too, because, you know, I would make the salsa in this like back room and, um, and then I would drive to physician's offices and meet their staff. And there was, at one point I got to meet an orthopedic surgeon, which was really cool. Uh, yeah. So that was kind of my job. From January until I left for school. But other than that, at the time I was super involved with pre-PT grind still, even though I was accepted into school. And then I I moved from Charleston, I guess it was May, started orientation and BT school. And yeah, so that's kind of where all that was. <laughs> but it was really hard to leave all my friends because I took a gap year and I really love Charleston. Uh, but I was ready for a new chapter in my life. So yeah, here I am, second semester PT school done. And we both passed. So oh. <laughs> that's what
1: really matters, guys. We passed.
0: Yes. As you all know. We passing is we just gotta do it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, and here we are. So so from January until you started in May. Correct.
0: Yes. You I were started in
1: Salsa. And delivering it to physician offices and working with pre-PT grind and doing all this marketing with salsa. I think that's so funny. You like bribe physicians with food to like, was it for, oh, what's it called? When you refer, like when you have uh, people refer to you. Yes.
0: Yeah. That was, that was pretty much it. And they already had a good relationship with them. So I would.
1: Maintain.
0: I would maintain the relationship, and I actually made really great salsa, too, because I would add a little spice to it sometimes, and the previous, no offense to the previous person who was before me, but his salsa was super bland, and no one really liked it, but then when I came in, <laughs> they were like, I, I got good, you know, feedback and input, and they're like, this is really good. Oh, my god! So, I would deliver it. I would say once or twice a week depending on the clinic and how big it was yeah so that was kind of what I did I was frustrated at first because I was like I'm making salsa but at the same time I was having fun with it because I could just like listen to music drive around come back so I kind of had freedom and they trusted me so it all ended up working out
1: nice because you were there for how long again
0: I was there for almost two years. It would have been two years in June, but I left for school.
1: Okay. So you were there for quite a while. It wasn't like a new place for you. It's not like they put you on salsa duty salsa duty right away.
0: Yeah, no, I um, I was working as a aide and a front desk manager and then transitioned out from those and did more of uh, salsa making. And
1: <laughs> we're just going to call it salsa making. <laughs> So. Yeah, so you don't hear a lot
0: of PT clinics doing that. But anyway, so Sarah, what are some of your goals for 2019? Personal goals, as well as we could talk about goals for the podcast as well. We'll go into both goals. All right, personal
1: goals. Man, I still have to take a day and write all these down. We're recording this two days early, so it's still 2018 right now. Um, a few of my major, major goals for next year. Firstly, personal goals. Uh, make it through May <laughs> for PT school. I feel like everyone keeps saying first year's the hardest. Once you make through that, then it's gonna be okay. And I'm feeling that right now. And I'm so happy to be on break. I know it's our only break, but I am very grateful for it. And I just need to focus, uh, study a lot, make it through, bring my GPA up for the second semester. And for some fitness goals I have for myself, because I always, every year, I have fitness goals for the new year. And last year, my fitness goal for 2018, I had two main ones. So I had to run a full marathon, which I did finally in May of this year, I ran a full marathon. Uh, entered myself in the process, but it's fine. Uh, and I was hoping, that my goal was to do an Olympic distance track on this year. I did not because I injured myself in the marathon. Um, so the stress fracture, in my cuboid, I definitely was not going to do an Olympic distance outdoor on that one. So I completed the one goal and next year I went to do a half Ironman in the summer. For those people who don't know, they're like, what the heck is a half Ironman? Do you like dress up as a superhero or something and run? Like that's not a thing. <laughs> I've heard that before. <laughs> You laugh, but that's, that's something people say. (laughs) No, that's not what you do. An Ironman is an endurance event. It is like one of the ultimate endurance events uh, for triathlon. So I want to do half of that to start. So I want to do, it's a 1.2 mile swim. It's a 56 mile bike ride, and it is a half marathon at the end. So my goal is to finish that this summer. I'm slow, but I just want to finish. I'm, I don't have like time goals here. I'm just going for it. That's awesome though, that, you know what? Hey,
0: time goals, eh? it's fine. As long as you finish it and complete it, then that's all that matters. But when I heard you say like the half, you know, Ironman, I was like, wow, because I know the full Ironman is in Hawaii. And I didn't know at the time how many miles that was. But when I visited, (laughs) I was at the place where they start, I guess, the Ironman. You're at the Kona start line?
1: Yes. That's where I was. That's actually World, that's actually Nationals. So they have Ironman, like they have the Ironman race all over the world, but then Nationals is in Kona.
0: Okay. Got it. Yeah. Anybody who hasn't been to Hawaii, go to Kona. It's beautiful.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That sounds so pretty. I'd love to go one day.
0: Maybe I'll make it to the full Ironman one day. (laughs)
1: <laughs> so first of all that one you do have to qualify or you are entered in the lottery to go so uh, so maybe like post uh, graduation that can be my goal to go to the championships for uh, Ironman that'd be crazy that would be awesome yeah awesome is the word you'd use there <laughs> <laughs> It'd be awesome. I don't know about that, that that's like a, It would take me about 17 15 hours to do that oh, so. maybe not. and then how long is this half Ironman so for me, I mean, I'm pretty slow, so I'm hoping to finish in like seven, seven and a half hours. Um, we'll see. See how it goes. That's so cool, though. Just
0: to challenge yourself to do that and make it a goal for yourself to accomplish it just like you did this year for the full marathon. Hopefully with No injuries
1: this time, though. I know. I I did a bad thing. Bad thing you runners know. I switched shoes the morning of the race because I was scared my other shoes would hurt me more. I really don't know which would have hurt me more, but I I made a terrible decision. (laughs) And so, and I also didn't make my longest run. I didn't peak the three weeks before. I didn't make it over 20. I did 19. And for me, that just kicked my butt. I didn't make it. Learn from my mistake, guys. (laughs) oh yeah what about you goals personal goals 2018 or 2019 gosh I don't even know it's okay
0: let's see personal goals for 2019 well uh I would say to be more organized what I mean by that is I feel like I'm a pretty you know like clean person when it comes to like I don't know. My organization skills just need to be improved, uh, especially when it comes to organizing assignments and using my planner properly. And what I just found out, Google Calendar, which Sarah showed me, and I absolutely love it. So I'll probably be utilizing that more. So I would say that would be one goal. And then I'd say another personal goal is to, these are more school related things, but that's okay. Yeah, really doing meditation more and I was using, I was doing like visualization before exams and positive self-talk because that really helped me in the last part of my semester. And yeah, I just totally wiped away the self-doubt and um, yeah, that really helps. So highly recommend that. So I'm going to definitely put that more into um, one of my goals in 2019 and You can do fitness goals. That's personal. Uh, Yeah, that's true. Fitness goals. I want to be able to run a 5K and work my way up back to a 10K because uh, I would say half of this year I was injured. And being injured in PT school Hmm. as a former athlete, as we know, is not fun. And it really tested me mentally and physically and emotionally. oh yes. But uh, yeah, that's my goal. One of my goals is to start with a 5k since I haven't been running. I haven't been cleared to run yet and then work my way up back to a 10k. So yeah, that's one of my goals and to play soccer too,
1: because I haven't played soccer either. What? <laughs> and that's, what, that's like your passion. Isn't that like what you did through undergrad and high school?
0: Yes, it is. It was. Uh, and then I played uh, intramurals a little bit well, with my classmates in PT school, and that's when I went downhill, so. Oh,
1: no. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> but it's all good. You live and you learn, but yeah, that was, that's most of my goals for 2019.
1: I think, so both of us already did our 10 lessons learned for 2018, but I know we didn't really share that with the world. Would you want to share our 10 lessons learned with everybody?
0: Yeah, we can. I can yeah. think of them off the top of my head. Top lessons learned number one was network equals your net worth because I know my network pretty much doubled and tripled tripled this year um, with with all the people that I've met and also surrounded myself with like-minded individuals when it comes to having a different like entrepreneur mindset. I joined a great community called Smart Success PT, which you've probably heard us talk about multiple times but we were both in it and then went to an amazing concert where I really met all these people and they changed my life. So this year was all about, you know, growing my network. That would be one of them. My other one was not everybody is going to have the same goals and mindset as you. I learned that going through school and, you know, not a lot of people want to be an entrepreneur, which is fine. And so I kind of had to learn that throughout my first semester because I was like, oh, I want to do all this stuff. And then people just don't want to do that, which is totally okay. But I just had to learn like, it's okay if I'm different. So that was another lesson I had to learn. I think I already touched on this, but having confidence in myself and um, not having all the self-talk, I think that was super important for me going through uh, first and second semester
1: of PT school. That was good because I think I had all of those because you said you know stop the negative self talk and doubt and I think that was such a big one especially for me as well. Net your network that's a tongue twister. Your network is your net worth, and um, I didn't quite word it like that, but same thing. Like meeting all of these amazing people and networking and connecting. It's not about networking for your resume. It's about like making friendships and legit connections with people. I think that that's a huge one that I have learned in 2018 as well.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. And then let's see. If I had to name one more, oh, so you have perfect in action and imperfect action, and I know this was said at a conference that I went to, which was the SSPT live conference in May, and I really, you know, jumped on the imperfect action when Sarah messaged me over Instagram and had this idea for a podcast and you know there's never going to be a perfect time to do it and you just have to you know jump on the opportunities and have urgency because you never know what's going to come your way and what it can end up being so even though we were both starting PT school didn't know what to expect I took the opportunity and I have absolutely no regrets at all. Because here we are today with a podcast. And I was talking to Sarah and I were have a mentor, uh Joseph, and he was telling me today, like, what we're doing is impacting a lot of people and helping a lot of people. And it's just crazy how how fast it's it's gone because what it's only been two and a half months since we (laughs) released. Uh so you know, just having that, um, is awesome. And yeah, it's it's imperfect action.
1: Exactly. And there's no perfect time to do anything. You're like, Oh, I just don't have the money now. I just don't have the time now. Well, make the time, (laughs) like do what you have to do, get stuff done. And I, I almost didn't, you know, like Gabby got my message, but I almost didn't send that message, so that would be, you know, I can't even imagine what my life would be like right now if I didn't do that. Mind blown.
0: Mind blown. It's so crazy, and 2019 is going to be a great year. Like, I I have a really, really good feeling it's going to be a good year for both of us.
1: Yes, it will be for sure, and I, I think 2018 I loved all of your lessons that you learned. I think that it's really applicable to a ton of people. And I feel like another big thing that I learned was to be flexible with what life throws at you. And um, I already kind of told you guys my story, but I moved a lot this year. Like that was a lot of stuff to, a lot of change to just like adapt to immediately. And I, I was kind of resistant to it and I didn't want to do it. I, I just had a hard time accepting it and accepting the change that was coming my way. But I think that's a a huge lesson I learned this year is to just take what life throws at you and make the most of it. And that's all you can do. Yeah, definitely. What were some of your other lessons learned? Um, Let's see. I've got my list right here. So number one, we had be flexible with what life throws at you. Uh, Number two, so I had Plan ahead, but don't be stressed when things don't go as planned. I know That's kind of like an oxymoron, but I am very much a planner and I I love planning things. And when I couldn't plan out my life this year and things didn't go as I wanted to, I was super, super stressed and anxious and like terrified of the future. But finding like coping mechanisms and like meditation, all these things, and has really helped to like relax a little bit. Prepare and do what you can, but there's no way you can actually control every little thing that happens in your life and it's okay. Um, and then we already said three, so I had staff and negative self-talk and doubt. We definitely said that. And it's oh, yes. <laughs> more of fear of judgment from others that's kind of causing us to cycle through these self-doubt and negative talk to ourselves. And then I had find comfort in knowing that your struggles are not your own. And I know some people don't like the way I said that because it sounds like you're not special in your struggles, like (laughs) your trials are not unique, but I mean, they're unique in their own way, but everybody is going through similar things and you will never know if you don't talk about it.
0: That's a big one. That's a huge one. Definitely. Definitely
1: because we're all going through
0: something similar with regards to PT school, and and where, you know, you're not alone when it comes to, you know, struggling in a certain area of, of school, or, you know, if you're not understanding this topic, then someone's probably also struggling it, struggling with it as well, so, I don't know, being, trying to relate it back to
1: PT school, yeah, (laughs) Yeah, we're all going through PT school. Like odds are, if you're listening to this, you're in a PT program somewhere in the U.S. I don't know, maybe maybe you're not, but that's like the thing that's connecting all of us. But that doesn't mean we're all going through the exact same thing. But talking about it, you may find that you might be going through the same thing as someone else in a different program. But how are you supposed to know that if you don't tell somebody about it? And actually, uh, so my first week or two. I don't know. It was like before the first exam for some class. I mean, remember like pathology or something. I met up with some people and we were studying and at this point we didn't know each other really. And somebody opened up about like someone close to them passed away in the beginning of this year. And it was like really hard for this person. And then I was like, wow, this person opened up about this. And I, you know, the year before, this year so in 2016 that was like a really rough year and I'm not trying to be depressing or anything just trying to open up about this but like I had my grandma passed away my other grandma passed away and my grandpa passed away my flu teacher passed away five people from my high school died from heroin overdose and um that was one year so that was a wreck and I think opening up about it was really helpful because then um you're not alone you know And it just kind of snowballed from there. Everyone opened up and it was just like really comforting and it creates deeper connections.
0: Yeah, definitely. And speaking of that, I just remembered this, but this year um, my aunt was very sick and we thought she was going to pass away. And so this was during my first semester of PT school. It was in June and I, I was in the middle of anatomy, just going through. And my parents were like, you have to fly up to New York because we don't know, you know, she could be gone any day now. And Mm -hmm. I haven't seen her in years. And so I had to pretty much drop everything and, um, you know, be there for a few days with my family. And especially when you're in school, like you don't know what life's going to throw at you. Your professors will understand. I know you know, I was so worried. I didn't know what was going to happen. And so I, you know, let everybody know ahead of time and my classmates were super supportive, but that was a really rough time, especially in school. And I know during that time, I really struggled with, you know, after all that happened, she ended up, um, you know, recovering, which is amazing, but I really didn't bounce back from that because my, (laughs) my grades suffered a little bit after that. And, um, yeah, it's just, life's going to throw you uh, curveballs, but if you're a grad student, then just know, like, you're going to have a support system, and people will be there for you, so. Yeah,
1: and if you open up about it, it helps so much, like, you can't Mm -hmm. even imagine, that's the other thing I said, so it's, like, about the depth of connections you have, and not the width, so being open with the people around you, who you feel safe with, of course, like, don't just, (laughs) like go around to everybody you kind of know and be like here's what's going on in my life um (laughs) but like talking to people you trust about it and I think that's super valuable and that's what creates the depth of connections is showing the sides of you that aren't so pretty that's well said yes and last three things I had so number eight was you don't have to be the best but you have to try your best so that was a big lesson I learned from injuring myself in the marathon. I was so upset. I was like, of course, this is when I get injured. Like I had never had a major injury. That was not even a major injury, but like I've never broken anything or had a stress fracture before. And although it's a small bone on the bottom of your foot that has a bigger effect on uh, a runner's life than you might think. Then I had number nine, I had don't let others dictate your life. I don't know. How do you feel about this one, Gabby? Don't let
0: others dictate your life. That's pretty important, just because, you know, if people have doubts that you can't do something. So if you're listening to this and you were waitlisted or you didn't get into a program, uh, or if, you know, you're still hearing back um, and. You know, people keep saying like, "I don't know if this profession's for you." Like, this is your third time going through. You have to just really consider, like, who you want in your circle. And you know, if you're gonna go for your goals, then you have to do it. Wait, yeah. was that your question? Sorry, I like I was yeah, like how,
1: like if you learned it this year or how you learned it. I think that's super important because for me, this was about people telling me not to do things like the podcast, not to work as hard as I was working, including during undergrad, because I always had like three jobs going on. Maybe it's not the smartest idea. But for me, I wanted to get out without any debt. And that's how I did it. So for me, it was worth it. But yeah, people saying like, why would you start a podcast in your first year of PT school? Don't you want to get adjusted first? Like, that's stupid. Like, why would you do that? (laughs) And, um, yeah, really reconsidering like who I really want to be surrounded with and not letting other people's goals and ideas just become mine just by proximity. Like, because I'm close to this person, therefore I have to be this person. And that's not true.
0: No, not true at all. I was going to say, you can say it was a leap of faith, you know, starting a podcast, starting it up your, our first semester slash second semester PT school, when we're still pretty much getting adjusted and still have all the course load, but we really wanted to do something to make a difference for students because, you know, we are students and we felt there was a need and kind of this gap where there's no podcasts hosted by student physical therapists, or even for student PTs. So we, you know, as much as hard as it was, uh, because we did have some rough, rough times, like when we were going through an exam period or midterms, like it was rough, but we knew at the end of the day, we were doing this like for other people, um, not just ourselves. So
1: it makes it all worth it. Yeah. Well said, because you do have amazing podcasts like Pre-PT Grind before you get into PT school. That's awesome. You have you do have Duck Legs. Duck Legs is really awesome. And yes, what shout they, out to Duck Legs. <laughs> yes. They, I mean, they were student PTs and they were doing their podcast. Um, and I think their podcast is more like success stories from PTs, which is awesome, and we have that as well. But what we want to do a little differently is focus on how we can help current PT students get through PT school like in the moment like what will help you right now and then maybe also show you things from other PT's successes like how they got to where they're at and advice for you and that's the big difference last one one more so number 10 don't let fear stop you from achieving your goals I don't have to explain that I feel like that sums up all of them
0: that's really good That's perfect. Yeah. Because if, if you're scared or, you know, don't think that you can do it then most likely you're not going to reach your goals. And if you don't have people kind of pushing you in that direction, then you're probably not going to achieve it most likely. Yeah. I would say definitely like we keep saying, surround yourself with people who are going to be a positive influence for for you. Um, Find a mentor if you haven't already and just find that person and achieve your goals.
1: (laughs) Put simply. (laughs) Put simply. (laughs) I forget what I was going to (laughs) say. Podcast. Podcast goals for 20 Podcast
0: goals. So, let's say first goal is pretty much a, it's very close. Uh, We are both going to CSM, which is January 23rd through the 26th, Mm -hmm. and we will both be meeting in person. So, that is a, goal um, for us. We are actually going to meet in person and um, meet other, you know, student PTs, professors, physical therapists, like a lot of people. So really trying to grow our network even more and also, you know, bring more awareness to the podcast that we do have because people probably don't know there's a podcast for (laughs) SPTs. So that's a big one. What else do we
1: have? So summer 2019, guys, first ever scholarship we'll give out. So we have a fund right now. Um, People keep asking, like, oh, how do you get $5,000 to give away? It's not like we each have $5,000 to give away. Like, we're trying to raise it for you guys. So we have a GoFundMe set up. Um, Our goal is $5,000 for a hardworking PT student for us to give it out to them uh, summer of 2019, and hopefully every year after that. That is would be awesome. That's, I think, gonna be my like biggest goal and biggest focus is to help you guys however we can.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think that's gonna be our big goal for 2019. And yeah, it's gonna be a great year. I'm just really excited to see, you know, everybody who contributes and submits to the questions we pose. We have two questions. And then, um, you know, just going from there and seeing, you know, the, person. the impact. Yes, that's a Yes, the impact and the impact from students around the
1: country. Yes, I think it's crazy. Like we already had one person submit. I don't know if you guys know this already. Someone already submitted. Uh, we got to get on top of our game here and start advertising more for it. So you guys will see more of that after CSN probably.
0: Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. After CSM, we will be promoting that more. And um, we actually, I confirmed with uh, the person who is also going to be judging. If we know the person, yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah. If, you know, if we know people who are applying for the scholarship, we have a third party judging um, to assist in decision making. So that will be good. And let's see another... I guess goal will be second years by next year, which is, (laughs) um, so really working hard and making it through learning new things. I'm really excited to, uh, start clinic in January and, you know, learn from my CI and be with my partner so we can, you know, collaborate and work with patients. I'm super excited for that. And then also just challenging myself to step out of my comfort zone, and I'm going to be uncomfortable with, you know, skills or, you know, certain topics, but that's okay, because I'm constantly learning, and um, I'm really excited just to see in school what's in store.
1: Yeah, start, start applying things rather than just like word vomit on a piece of paper what you learned in anatomy exactly and neuro <laughs> I and neuro it, but you'll have yeah so uh you will be making it through neuro <laughs> this time next year you yes. will both be done with neuro
0: oh we will that's actually really
1: exciting <laughs> that's like what i'm looking forward to the most
0: <laughs> oh yeah i will be starting neuro next semester for my last seven weeks it's neuro one so shout out to my program for splitting the class up because I don't know how I would be able to do it in one semester.
1: Yeah, that's a lot. And don't get me wrong. I love neuro. I like my professors. It's just hard. It's just a lot of information. Oh, so much information. I'm getting like flashbacks, like PTSD right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, anybody who knows who has taken it, they're probably like, yeah, PTSD. No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm super excited. This time next year, I hope that, I hope that we have more meetups. I would love to yes. have steps around the country. Like people just set up, you know how people have PT pub night? It'd yeah. Be like just student PT meetup. You can also be a PT pub night, but <laughs> just like yeah, exactly. each other.
0: Yeah, student PT meetups. I think that's a really good one. And if we have kind of a representative from each,
1: get I guess, we get
0: each state, yeah. And who wants, who's interested in organizing something like that. It doesn't have to be super, like, elaborate, but just reach out to a few people, maybe a few PT schools, and see who can do, like, a student meetup. I know um, special interest groups, Mm -hmm. they do that. I think so. Yeah, SIGs. So maybe, um, you know, starting with that and bringing more awareness uh, just to meet other people in the profession. I think that's super important. But yeah, I agree. More student meetups. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I think that this is actually, although it's a lot of work doing a podcast and people are like, oh, do you get paid from it? Like, no, (laughs) that's not the point of this. No, Um, it is not. (laughs) But um, although it's hard work, it's like totally worth it. And I think it's kind of actually kept me more sane because you kind of have this mindset of, you know, outside of just your own world, you're, you're looking at other people's worlds and what's going on with them at their school, what they're doing. And I think it's super comforting and puts it into perspective, what you're going through and how it's, it's super temporary.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I would say an additional thing is we have an awesome lineup of guests. And I think that's what I, um, what I love so much is we get to learn from so many other people whether it be PT students or um, PTs in the profession, and just hearing their story, that's, that's actually a, a relief from you know all the studying. And I just love our interviews and really just being able to talk and have a conversation and just hear other people's stories and what they've gone through. And advice, because any advice, everybody has different pieces of advice that we've interviewed so far. Mm-hmm. So that's been, um, that's been really fun as much as, as much work that we put into, like it is a lot. Starting a podcast is not easy, (laughs) but it really is worth it in the end.
1: Yeah. Agreed. But yeah, we have to get to our live now. (laughs) Oh yeah. We got to do that. (laughs) Sorry guys. We're always late with these lives, but you know what? We're consistently inconsistent with the time. We are. Yeah. Yeah. It's between 9.30 and 10 p.m. EST every Sunday. Catch us some time between there. Watch the replay.
0: Watch the replay if you go to bed early, like us, except for Sundays. But every other time, we're pretty much going to bed early.
1: (laughs) Exactly. And honestly, I would love to hear what all of your New Year's resolutions are, what you learned from 2018, and what you really want out of 2019 take a second reflect I think it's so important like what's the point of going through year after year doing the same exact thing never reflecting never learning that's so silly just take a second look back at the last year and get something out of it
0: agreed yeah it's even if it's just thinking about it in your head or writing it down just to also look back because you'll see you know your goals from the previous year and be like oh wow accomplish that or I need to work on that. So that's really great. But um, also let us know if there's any topics you want us to talk about. We are being pretty broad with our topics and trying to cover as much things as possible as we are going through our programs and doing our interviews. But if there's other things you want us to talk about that we haven't already had an interview for. Let us know. Yes.
1: Thanks so much for listening, guys. Happy New Year. And see you next time. Yes. Happy 2019. Yes. Thanks for listening to Gratitude, the grad school guide for student physical therapists. If you like our show and want to know more, check
0: out our Instagram and Facebook page linked in the description.